Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Playoffs, folks. John, Lucy, Sean, Mutt here with you. Hi. Everyone Hello. likes to look for the team that comes careening uh, down the stretch of the regular season. Maybe they rattle off a few wins. Maybe one of their wide receivers has 300 receiving yards and knocks off the rookie quarterback who John bet 100 bucks before the year to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Maybe they come into the playoffs and uh, they beat the seven seed because the seven seeds always lose because that's what happens when you expand the playoffs they in stink. a league like the NFL. Some people think it's the Bengals. Some people think it's the Niners. A lot of people picking Niners this week, not to spoil for later in the podcast. However, uh, the team you should be betting on is us. Damn right. We went 10-1-1, motherfuckers. Look at that. Insert explicit tag here. Lucy, as Jack Antonoff once wrote, don't go dark on me. He did. Don't go dark on us. We are 10-1-1 because we picked against the seven seeds. And that may have inflated our record. However, uh, I like to think it didn't, and that we were just super smart. 82 and 80 on the regular season, 10 1 1, headed into the Yoffs. 3 0, Mutt. 3 0, John. 2 0 1, Shime. Lucy, 2 1, kind of regular. Yeah, I know. That was not a good um, pick, Yeah, but so, whatever. you know, uh, Shime and Mutt, can I speak to you guys in the kitchen for a moment? <laughs> sure. Yeah, Lucy, you stay here. Uh, that was a good run, work, right? Why don't you work on editing this? And we'll, we'll be right back. Get I'm going to talk more about the MMs. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, there is no nice work. Good, good work, everybody. Yes, Come on. This good is, work. This Pat is ourselves awesome, on the back. Guys. Pat ourselves on the back. Yes. Awesome. That's awesome. Maybe the sales awesome department job. will pay attention that, to us now. Is that the best week no as a show collectively that we've ever had? I mean, we, we had, we oh, had yeah. a couple 9 and O's, right? I don't no, think so. I don't think not, so. Not, I think not this season. Elusive 9 and no, 0 never had elusive. I don't Yeah, I don't think ever we've had a 9 and 0. Yeah, I'm not saying anything changed. I mean, there were a couple podcast, there were a couple but... 8 and 1s probably uh with with Mutt on board Mutt losing, when Mutt, yep, when Mutt I would agree. Chime, I mean, Shime and I had some 6 and 0s when it was just me and Shime doing the show a few True. years ago. So, uh, you know, sometimes more is less. 10 right, 1 and 1 though. But the, Hot start. if you want to go far, go alone. If you want to go No, that's not the same. Nope. If you want to go It's the friends you made along the way. Yeah, that's better. That's the saying. No, they no, also if you want to go fast. No, no, no. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Okay. And sure, let's do doing. that. Uh, speaking of going far, uh, the Patriots did not go far. They nope, lost. So normally done. we that start the podcast stinker. talking about the Patriots matchup, but their matchup is uh, themselves. The Bahamas. Their yeah. matchup is Bill the GM this offseason. Is Bill the GM going to ruin it for Bill the coach or vice versa? Last year we did that conversation one way, and then this year it flipped, I think, in the sports radio verse. So next year it's going to be like, is is Bill the father getting in the way? Actually, that's kind of what it is already. With his sons, yeah. yeah now we're, we're sort of issue. doing both of those there. So, uh, but 
anyways, we got some good divisional round matchups this week, and we are going to bang through them. And I'll have to say, uh, we don't have to do that well the rest of the playoffs to break 50%. So, nope. Uh, we're going to shoot high here, John. We don't want to just do better than 50% now. We want to be like above 75% right. now. Above 70%. What the Democrats should have done with the Senate. Great point, Shime. And just for that, I will let you Medicare. start. I will let you start. Was that Thank mud? you. You got a little mud? You got a, you got a comment? No, nope, I just texted. All right, Shime, so I just I, so here's what I think. I think since Wait, Shime a, and Mutt text each other during the show. They do. Yes, about they do. Yes. Yeah, you. definitely. I uh, know. So because yes. this, hold on, because there's only four games. I think we just go game by game, and if somebody has a pick in that game, they pick it. Very simple. Well, I didn't so know we that. Start, so I've no, only got three. No, no, no. Uh, I've got you, four. Yeah, we're only supposed to have three. Communicate this to the host. So, so the first game of the day, we have Cincinnati at Tennessee. I'm just hijacked the show. No, I didn't. You just said I could make my pick, so I'm setting and then it up. You were like, and then you completely you took that as, all right, I am now in charge. I am and steering the ship. First game the, of the day, does anybody have a pick? Speak coming up. from the guy Captain who now, said he may need to just dip out on the podcast at any point in time because his tummy's yeah, upset. because I had got food poisoning this week, Shy. My, 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 yeah, my, my, my health has plummeted this week, oh, by the way. Jesus. I'm playing her. Oh, so. you know what it is? Right, I know Shai, what it is. I know what, hold on. I know what it fiber. is. Hold on, John. You're nervous because there's change at the station. You might be in line for a big promotion. Uh, that's next week, and, and no, I'm not. Yes. So. yes, you are. It could yes. be, though. <laughs> okay, could anyways. Be. I wouldn't call that a promotion. First oh! <laughs> Jesus. All right, anyways. Cut that. Three, two, two one. one. Uh, one. <laughs> first, first game of the weekend will be Saturday at 4.30. we got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. The line is three and a half in favor of He's the Titans. Hosting. No, I'm just setting Go it up. God almighty. The over under is now 47 and a half. So my, I, I do have a pick in this game. Uh, my pick, I'm actually going to go over. I think this game is sneaky, going to score a lot of points. I'm very invested in a lot of Cincinnati props this week. I think Tennessee having all of their offensive weapons back is a big deal for them. Uh, and, I mean, to be honest with you, these teams gave up the eighth and ninth most pass yards in the season. I, they're not great defenses. Are they pretty good? Sure, but they're not amazing. Trey Hendrickson's banged up. I just, I, I'm, I'm expecting a lot of points in this game. I don't think it's going to be like that Raiders game where the Bengals get a lead and they just sit on it. I, I think you're going to see two teams scoring points. So I love the over in this game of 47 and a half. Mutt, Lucy. I have no play here. No play here. Game. Lucy, I'd, play. Be, I'd be leaning uh, towards Shine. I have a long-winded one. That's why I'm going to you guys first. So okay. as I was focusing on the joke that you made, I forgot which game this was. Uh, this would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I got Bengals. Okay, Bengals plus three and a half. I Don't love, go dark on them. love Joe Burrow. As Jack Antonoff once wrote. As he Don't did, go dark right? On the yep. Cincinnati Tonight we are young. That was another one. He I didn't think. write that. Well, we can do that. That's, that's a separate podcast. Something else. That's that's the music club. Um, the Bay. I I just I love the Bengals right now. I think they have a great shot to make it to the Super Bowl, if not win it. So I am going to pick them. Bengals plus three and a half. So last week I really dug in on some of those some of those Burrow numbers under pressure. By the way. Uh, Sneaky thing that might have gone under the radar last week. It definitely didn't the week before. Is that uh, Joe Burrow once again, like kind of ish, got murdered? Uh, <laughs> he got pressured a lot again yes. and again. It didn't matter. He threw zero turnover worthy plays. The Bengals' offense was humming. They won the game. Like it, it just does not matter. And it, it's an interesting with Tan- uh, an interesting thing with Tannehill. And I remember this even go- going back to his Miami days that his numbers actually go up when he's pressured. He, like, plays better under pressure for some reason to the point where you almost want to let Taylor Lewan just, like, let Trey Hendrickson by a couple times just to, just to get a little more out of Tannehill. Because they're, like, the be- like the Bengals, the Bengals are going to get pressure on Tannehill. It doesn't really matter. The question is, for me, is how healthy is Derrick Henry? And you look at the Bengals' defense right now. 
both their starting defensive tackles are out. One got put on IR, or Mike Daniels is rotational, but he's not going to play. Larry Ogunjobi got put on IR, so that that is that works against uh, the Titans' offense trying to trying to uh, yep. get something together here. One of the big matchups that everyone's been looking to in this game, if it even happens this way, people are assuming it's going to happen. I guess it's going to happen. Jamar Chase versus Christian Fulton, the cornerback for the Titans. I, I kind of went through Christian Fulton season and. He hasn't. He, he missed some games in the middle of the year. Uh, I think he missed four or five games there. But towards the end, uh, he <laughs> the only real competition he kind of had was Debo, and Debo kind of lit him up four for four, ninety six yards against him. Other than that, he was uh, covering receivers who were catching passes from Davis Mills to a tongue of Iloa, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. But if you, go back, if you go back to before his injury, he was fine against Michael Pittman in Week Three, Week Four against the Jets, and. People love to give the Titans a mulligan in that game because they didn't have A.J. Brown, they didn't have Julio Jones. That's fair. That has no impact on Christian Fulton not being able to cover uh, Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder, as he was not able to do in that game. I think Jamar Chase wins that battle. Sneaky prop bet. I told you about this earlier, Sean. There is a DraftKings special being offered right now that is three total touchdowns or more between Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown. Oh. I believe it's at, it's at plus 1,600. Uh, if, you, if you're not following me so far, I'm picking the Bengals in this game, and I think Jamar yes. Chase could cover two of those three because I think Christian Fulton's a major mismatch for him. However, if it's not Christian Fulton, uh, Tennessee DBs all since the end of November are well over 10.0 yards per reception. Christian Fulton is the most of that. He is 15.1. And, but Fulton does have the lowest reception percentage of all of those guys. So, I don't know. Do they put Fulton on him? Do they cover him over the top with Kevin Bayard, who's an all-pro safety? That could be the way to do it. Regardless, I think the Bengals at least win the game. They, I think they cover as well. I like that prop I mentioned as well. So, so we're holding hands. So, I, I guess we're holding hands. Look at this. I guess we're holding hands on awesome. this game. Uh, I talked more. I had more words per minute. But, uh, yes, no, we're holding did. hands Well, mine is it, pretty so. succinct. So, Keep the people focused. That's fine. So I, I'm riding the Bengals through this playoff run. I forgot to do it last week. I think I mentioned on the podcast I was going to do this. I forgot to. I will do it this week. Little sprinkle on them to make a Super Bowl appearance. There you go. Look, holding hands sprinkle. on that. Holding hands on, on that it. as so, well. I'm on Bengals Bucks Super Bowl. All right, all right. Uh, hostess of, with the mostest. What is the next game? Uh, so oh. <laughs> next game on the schedule. That's a very here. inclusive burn. Yeah. Saturday night <laughs> we have the San Francisco 49ers currently. Getting five and a half points, so plus five and a half at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the over under set at forty seven. Mutt, you haven't made a pick yet. Do you have a pick in this game? Yeah, San Fran uh, helped us out a lot last week, going two and zero in that game. I, I don't like the side here. I, I don't know where I would land, but I like the under quite a bit, under forty seven. Uh, in this one, we have a first bet of the week. Uh, new, neutral situation pace. These are two of the slowest freaking teams in football, and I was surprised when. Uh, these numbers came up. San Francisco is 28th. Green Bay is 31st. Green Bay, in fact, is the slowest team in the league. Uh, when you d- don't talk about trailing, leading, whatever, they play the slowest in football. Uh, it's going to be frigidly cold. By the way, San Francisco 29th, uh, 33-26. Time possession, uh, San Fran won against Dallas last week. Green Bay is 28th against the rush DVOA. So San Francisco, we know they will run the ball. They're going to be able to. It's cold. These teams are slow. Uh, Matt LaFleur likes to run the ball in these first playoff games to keep Rodgers protected. They'll unleash Devontae Adams next week. But for this week, we are going under, under, under 
47 in a frigid Lambeau Field Saturday night shot. That's yeah, my, I lean I lean under with you. It's not one of my picks. I'm actually going to take a side here. I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers getting five yeah. and a half points at Green Bay. San Francisco has done me very, very well the second half of the season here. Yep. And I'll tell you why. Teams with the bye since I believe it was like 2008 or something like that, uh, 48 and 22 straight up, which doesn't look good for that bet. But when you actually look at it against the spread, the team that gets the bye in the divisional round is 31 and 38 against the spread. Like, I, I, they generally just don't cover. And honestly, I just think this line is too big. This is another game that should be in that three, three and a half zone. And I feel like I'm getting two and a half to three points on this game. I'm probably going to wait to to bet it. I already have a bet in on the 49ers. I got them at plus six and a teaser all the way up to plus 12. But I'm going to wait again. They're five and a half right now. I'm going to wait and see if it gets back to six before I bet on the 49ers again. Because I like six more than five and a half, of course. But... <laughs> I mean, that's, Six better know. than five and a half. Yeah, Whoa. fun fact that's for you there. Saves right? for the rest of us. Shocker. But uh, regardless of that, I just I, I you look at what San Francisco did the last time they played Green Bay in the playoffs. They ran the ball down their effing throat. Raheem Mostert had like 200 yards, and Jimmy Garoppolo threw it nine times, which is why when you're looking at prop bets, I love Debo Samuel. Rush yards again this week, the number's too low. It's only 35 and a half. Once again, too low. Uh, and Jimmy G... Pass attempts right now is set at 32.5. He's only done that once in his last four games anyways. They're going to take the ball out of his hands because they don't want him to throw another stupid interception like he did against the Cowboys and almost blow it for them. So I love the under in that as well. But my official pick here, San Francisco getting 5.5 points at Green Bay. Lucy, do you have a pick here? Well, I do, and it would be my fourth pick, and I'd be going head-to-head with Shime. So if we're doing four four? picks. We're doing three picks. Okay, then perfect. Then no, I, then no, I do not. You okay. said you said we're going to go through the game. So that's your lean. No, no, no. Oh, that's your lean. Yeah. Well, I'm going against Shime as well. Uh, thanks to well, Shime for making sure we can't too. go undefeated this week by going against me. Even though, uh, well, if I were hosting, I it's would your have mistake said it for first, taking a bad so. bet. <laughs> there is a well, lot so of tension today. So the, the two, uh, some two of the points I'm seeing a lot of people make uh, on this game that I, I like to push back on. One is uh, Packers record against 49ers. That and that NFC Championship game was at the end of the season when the that was one of the most fraudulent thirteen and three records I've ever seen on a football team before. The Packers offense could hardly run a play that season. They punted so much. It, it was their their defense carried them to thirteen and three. Rodgers had a horrible season, and anybody who owned Rodgers in fantasy knows how friggin' maddening that season was. It was very and uh, I I've, I know I'm a broken record. I bring this up all the time. First year in a play action offense, Matt Ryan, twenty fifteen Shanahan offense looked like he had never touched a football or seen a football before. Twenty sixteen. MVP. Rodgers, uh, under the LaFleur offense for the first time in 19, looked like he had never seen a football before. 2020, MVP. 2021, MVP. That was that 2019 season. I uh, that, that game doesn't apply to this season, in my opinion. If I'm, I'm not saying that the 49ers can't scheme up some runs against them, but I think that the Packers can hold on a lot better than they could in San Francisco, by the way. This one's going to be in Lambeau. Mm-hmm, exactly. uh, so, and, and then the second point is I'm seeing a lot of people basically say, like, oh, when you pressure Rodgers, he's basically Zach Wilson. I mean the the numbers it might it might be true that he you know he he's worse under pressure. The problem is nobody's getting pressure on them since since they're uh, since November. Even with some of the third string guys, they've had I think Elton Den- Elton Jenkins finally uh, finally bit the dust by then. Even with some of those third string guys, like people just aren't really getting pressure against the Packers. So I don't care that if he turns into Zach Wilson in this game because he's not going to. And he's going up against an injured quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, who has like four injuries he's about to play in this game with. 
Six is a big number. I, I don't love taking Green Bay with that big of a number. I, I wish it stayed around like four and a half, but uh, I'm I'm very comfortable taking uh, Green Bay minus six, even though I just said I wasn't. Well, I just I don't it's see five and a half. If, if it's Rogers, it's five and a half. So if it's if it's Rogers versus Jimmy, based on what I just laid out, and that that line also, it's not just a Rogers thing because they also played well when Jordan Love played. Jordan Love just sucked and they lost the game, so it didn't matter. Right. Like I I'm I'm very comfortable taking the Packers here. I just don't see Garoppolo beating Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be Garoppolo beating Aaron. Rodgers, though my thing is it's going to be Kyle Shanahan they just they're just going to pound that they're going to sit on the football like Mutt brought up time of possession that's all they're going to go for because Rodgers you know can score in five seconds it's not that hard for him to find Devontae Adams or freaking Alan Lazard downfield sometimes especially against a San Francisco secondary that hasn't Excuse me, hasn't been oh. great. Yeah, I know. Hasn't Qu- been great this Twitch. year. Yeah, right. Hasn't been great this year. But I just think that Kyle Shanahan uh, is going to scheme up enough running game that this game, I love Mutt's pick of the under. I think that's a great angle to take here. Uh, it's prob- I'm probably going to tie that into some of my bets this weekend as well. But I just I think that this being within six points is very, very obtainable. And I think San Francisco even has a chance to outright win. All right, our sturdy conductor. What is the next game? Mm-hmm. Uh, the third game on the board, Sunday afternoon. We got the t- uh, L.A. Rams traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Buccaneers currently favored by three. I know for a fact that this person has a pick in this game. So, Lucy, what's your pick in this game? <laughs> My pick in this game, thank you, Shime, is the Buccaneers minus what? three. You're taking the box? Surprise. I can't believe well, it. Have you well, even half, looked at the injury report, kid? Half of, as long as Tom Brady's not injured, I'm good. Half of the vision board is still there. It's <laughs> Not in my fireplace, on fire, burned to ashes. So I have to take the Buccaneers because I also think it'll be a Bucks bengals Super Bowl. This could be Brady's last game, maybe. And I would never be able to live with myself if I did not bet on Brady in his final game. If he retires, which I'm not sure he but will. But he'd be losing if it's his final game and you're betting on him? Yeah, Are you betting I don't, on him to lose? No, I'm betting on him to win. But then it wouldn't be his final game. Oh, if it's his true. final game and you bet on it and you're saying it because oh, no, it's his right. final game, okay, well, so you're betting on it This could be Tom Brady's final few appearances. Save, save that take for the Super Bowl. And I can't... <laughs> yes, well, well, yeah, okay, now I'm Mind rattled. and a pretzel. <laughs> yes, now I have to unwrap that. Tampa Bay that. minus three. Okay, I'm taking Tampa Bay minus three because... Tom I've, Brady. Okay, yeah, because of Tom Brady, sure. Vision board. Yes, vision, vision board. The vision board I have, I have, I have no pick here. I have no pick here. The injuries are scaring me off. Mutt, do you have a pick in this game? I got a prop here. It's one of my three picks. Uh, oh yes, like that. And of my three picks, this is the this is the bet I'm most excited for. Uh, unbelievably, I'm taking over Tyler Johnson receiving yards 31 and a half. And again, it w- digging into this day, I was surprised by this. So he would have hit that number only five times this year, but his best game all year came back on September 26th where Mike Evans playing and Chris Godwin playing and Tyler Johnson playing. No Antonio Brown, but he was part of that three-man rotation. Six catches, 63 yards against the L.A. Rams. That was the game where Brady threw for 432. And then this one from a website called StatMuse. Oh, is this a respectable website? Yes, it is. 100% it is. Never heard of it. You can go to yeah. – uh, you can sort by which teams gave up the most receiving guards to slot receivers. And you saw last week, like, they're going Perryman on one side, Evans on the other, and Tyler Johnson's just playing the slot. He was, like, exclusively in the slot. He played, like, 90% of the snaps. The Rams allowed the most yards this year to slot receivers almost 4,000. Most receptions wow. this year to slot receivers uh, by about six or seven receptions. And I assume it's because Jalen Ramsey covers the best guy. 
Yep. In this case, he'll be on Mike Evans. They'll probably double Gronk. That's going to leave the secondary receivers for Brady, uh, Scotty Miller, uh, Perryman, and then Tyler Johnson, who plays the most in the slot. I'm going to go over 31.5 receiving yards here for Tyler Johnson. I'll be playing his receptions. I'll be playing a touchdown prop for him as well. But uh, on the reception yards is my favorite of these three, and we're going to pound the over of uh, my biggest prop bet of the year, I think, in terms of uh, what I'm going to play. Yeah, I, I think that's a great play, Mutt. I, uh, I'm i also looking for a couple of props in this game. I have Ooh. to wait for one of them, though, because it's not out yet. Cam Akers receiving yards is the prop I want to look at. Uh, I think he looked awesome having a full he workload did. last week. Uh, I expect him to look great again in the past game this week, especially knowing how stout the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can be against the run generally anyways. Um, so I think him catching passes is kind of what I want to target there uh, when I look at prop bets. Um, but outside of that, I don't have a, an actual pick in this game. Uh, so we'll move to the final game of the weekend. Probably a lot of people's favorite game of the weekend. We got oh, yeah. the Buffalo Bills traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs favored by two and a half. Uh, I'll st- timeout. Timeout. Can we do three, two, one, and everyone out. say who you're picking? Go ahead, but uh, go ahead, Mutt. Go ahead. It's down, it's down, it's, it's down to two. It's but yeah, it's That's down what to I two. Okay. Is it down to two? Down to two. Okay. Go ahead, okay. but uh, two minus one ten. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Buttonance. <laughs> might as well at this point. Anyways, uh, um, uh, so the Bills are the Bills are traveling Kansas City. The Chiefs are favored by two. Uh, who would like to go first? Three, two, one. Bills. Bills. Who do you pick, Chiefs? Chiefs? What do you say? Uh, I'm not picking not either picking? side. I'm not picking I'm a side. I Bills. actually have, I have a prop lock here. I'm on the Bills butt. This is my Bills butt. This is my beat. butt cheeks clenched pick of the week. <laughs> I am on the Buffalo Bills. I want to say, dirty secret in that game against the Steelers last week is that the Kansas City Chiefs pass rush, it was a very Jordan Lovian performance by Ben Roethlisberger. Chiefs pass rush did not get like near him most of that game. He just sucks because it's Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, it's Ben Roethlisberger. So uh, if the Chiefs start the way, like I know they scored zero points in the first quarter and then went on a tear and scored 21. If they do that against the Bills, they're going to lose the game. They're going to be down 21 instead yeah, of only they, down seven. They'll have to, it, and it won't be, they're not playing the Houston Texans in 2019 where they can roll out of bed at halftime and, and come back from a 24-0 deficit. Uh, on the right side of that offensive line as well, Andrew Wiley and Trey Smith are issues on the Kansas City offensive line, and I don't know where some of the health of those other guys are at, but if it's those two going out there, as it was this past weekend, Patrick Mahomes uh, against this defense uh, might get, uh, as the kids say, murdered. Uh, <laughs> the kids do say that, and only the kids. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. You don't as, have my, as no the children kids say, say murdered. Kids as the children kids say, walk around uh, like, murder. second degree vehicular manslaughter. Um, that TikTok is so murdered. <laughs> Ma, why are you leaning Buffalo? Uh, I'm on Buffalo because they this is what they built the team to do this. Like the, This is what they did. They went to the offseason and said, how do we come back and beat Kansas City? There's that great picture of Steph Diggs staring at KC. Uh, when they lost that game last year, they out, drew, out uh, yardage them 436 to 392 in the first matchup. Allen averaged 20 yards per completion in that game. Uh, Kansas City, uh, John made a good point about the pass rush. How about this, though? So they played all three teams in the final, uh, the other three teams in the final four in the AFC. They went 0 3 against the other three teams Cincinnati, uh, Tennessee, and uh, obviously Buffalo. Got outscored 99 54 in those three games. Like, they're a notch below. I know they're at home. It'll be a close game, but I have to take the points. Like I, I, it's a coin flip game, but Buffalo, I think they're better right now. And, I, and Josh Allen is playing the best he's ever played. Give me Buffalo plus the points. Lucy, why are you taking the Chiefs? I'm taking the Chiefs because I cannot root for the Bills after what I saw the other night. Why are you but taking the Cheeks? Oh, so it's an emotional you, I'm taking the Kansas City <laughs> Cheeks. The, the, 
<laughs> this is my cheeks wide open pick. And this is, yeah. Uh, so I after I heard Andy Reid say what he said about chocolate cake and frosting, I'm not messing with that. I'm oh not. Boy, he is fair. all in. That guy does not does not mess with chocolate cake or food analogies. And I heard that and I was like, all right, I wouldn't call it a lock, but but that was enticing. Okay. Ultimate frosting. So my final pick is actually a prop. I'm going to do what Mutt did. I also have a prop here as uh, one of my picks of the week. A plip prop? Yes, uh, a plip prop. Sure. Uh, regardless. <laughs> Plop. <clears throat> my, Plop it. My fa- it this is my prop favorite top. pick of the week, regardless. Uh, that would be over 39 and a half receiving yards for one Dawson Knox. The last time he played Kansas City, he had 117. Last week against the Patriots, he had 80-plus. So why is that number? He had 45-plus. So, like, I don't understand why Dawson Knox's number is so low. And I I guess it's because they want to inflate Steph Diggs and and Gabe Davis a little bit. But, like, I just – this is an easy number. I don't think uh, Kansas City covers tight ends very well overall. Uh, and so I just think you're going to see Josh Allen come out. I think the Bills are kind of on a mission. So I'm with I I heavily lean in the direction of John and Mutt here in picking this game on going Bills. Um, I just I can't I can't pick the game just because it's the Chiefs. Like it's it's Patrick Mahomes. So in my head, anything can happen, which is why I am far more in love with the Dawson Knox receiving yards. And I, to add to your uh, uh, your comments here, I just looked it up on this new website, StatMuse, that apparently yes. is re- real. Uh, third most. Did you say that again? I'm going to write it down so I remember. Stat muse. Stat Third most as in stat muse. T as in. I know stat muse. Shut up. Third most receiving yards given up to tight ends this year. Shime and most receiving touchdowns. Yes. So that's why twelve. Twelve pack. I have a little special same game parlay that you can get in on. Oh, ready? Bills win. Yep. Knocks over thirty-five and a half, so you get it even four yards lower, and a knocks TD plus five hundred. Okay. I just emptied my Five account. Five to one. There now you go. Four. Book it. No Christmas. Oh, Woo! Christmas next year. Wait, I don't worry. Like, plenty of time to build it back up. Year. The money yeah, line parlays this week this are going are, are gonna to be... Wild. There's I, so I, many underdogs that I think... And it's like, weird, at least, too, though. At least Bengals-Bills for me. And then the other two you know, you could go either way so as well. It was, it was still early, but I believe it was yesterday. Uh, I was looking at a tweet from Steve Buchanan over at DraftKings. Oh, yeah. And it looked like the Titans were getting like 70% of the money. And, and which didn't make sense to me for how popular Cincinnati seems, but I think I guess when you boil down to it, like when it comes to money, the sharp, a lot of sharp betters are still on Tennessee. So, well, here's why I think the Titans are worried. Did you see what they're doing with their tickets? Where they are limiting the space between the ticket handover, so you can't like hand over tickets, so that fewer Bengals fans will be at the game. They, oh, they so literally like, no said this, resell? the PR. Yeah, basically. So uh, they said, like, once you buy your tickets, you can't turn them over until 24 hours before the game. So if you're coming from Cincinnati, that's a risky move. So they want, they, literally the PR person said, we want fewer Bengals fans in the stadium. They are rattled. Yeah. Wow. Titans are rattled. Shime, to your point, yeah, Action Network says 83% of the money right now is on the Titans. Yeah, that's, and Wild. to me, that number is way too big, and I'm yeah. down I'm down to go against all that money because if there's ever a time where I want to go against the general public in betting when it comes to money, it's in the playoffs because that's when dra- or when any sports book wants to make a ton of money on a bunch of idiots. So picking the Bengals here seems like a great play. There, there is a bit of like a, like a mass amnesia thing going on right now. I feel like we just haven't heard from the Titans in a few weeks, and we watched 
what the Bengals did last week. We still have their Kansas City matchup fresh in our minds. Everyone's mm-hmm. thinking about that way more than they're thinking about the Titans barely beating the Texans in Week 18. And also, I, I think people— So when the Titans win, we're all going to look like dumbasses. Well, they're just a different team now, too, John. You'd admit yeah. if they come back and they show up Saturday afternoon and it's Derrick Henry, even in, like, it's all 80% Derrick Henry— A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, like, they've had those guys healthy, I don't think, all year. Yeah. All three offenses. So they did. I think they had them for, like, one week. Uh, And in that game, I want to say Ryan Tannehill had, like, 9.2 yards per attempt, whereas every other week of the season when he didn't have all three of those guys, it dropped, like, down to, like, five. And when it was just A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry, I want to say it was around seven. Mm -hmm. So, like, clearly when all three of them are on the field, the Titans' offense is going to be better because – they're all really freaking good. And their O-line isn't great at pass blocking, which means Tannehill will be under more pressure, which works to his advantage, apparently, apparently. if, if, we're, if and, we're going by the numbers. But even still, and like all the numbers suggest that the Titans shouldn't have ever been the one seed. Right. Like Every statistic on the book tells you that the Titans aren't really as good, and yet they continue to win. Right. So it's one, like one this thing, weird thing. One thing I didn't point out in my uh, in, in my first pick when I picked the Bengals was that like we talked about around here how Judon just disappeared after the Patriots' bye week. After the Titans' bye week, like all their pass rushers disappeared. Danico Autry is the one has the highest pressure rate since then. Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons are all like way down compared to because I think I believe when the Patriots played the Titans, I went through those numbers and that was like week eleven or twelve I want to say on this show and they were like they were all up they were all yeah. way up. Danico Autry, Harold Landry, and I think Jeffrey Simmons was a part of the rest of them. They were pressuring now now like crazy. all of them since November are like I think Danico Autry is like forty fifth in the league or something, and the rest of them are all like way below him. So now they're not doing anything, but. Bengals O-line, especially the right side, kind of stinks, but like I said, doesn't matter if you'd pressure Joe Burrow because him and Tannehill get better when they're pressured, which makes no sense, and this is why I hate gambling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's run, let's run through a quick review of the picks. Muck, Mutt, what do you got? Muck. I muck, can't speak today. Muck, oh, Muck, I can't talk. I'm sorry. I was going to give you credit, Sean. Let me just leave. Muck, Shime in muck, the host muck, chair. Muck, 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 but, muck but Nansky. Yeah, my, yeah, that's... <laughs> You have to change. Can you change your Mutt, if all of us have better records than you this week, you have to change your Twitter name to Muck Buttonansky until uh, for one week. You got it. Whatever you say, John. I'm not sure what you just said. Uh, I will we'll go in order of the games themselves. Under 47, San Fran Green Bay on Saturday night. Tyler Johnson over 31 and a half receiving yards early Sunday, and the Bills plus two. Uh, I doubt it'll get to three, right? It's going to stay around two. two yeah, it's g- it's never going to get to three. If it ever three. got to three, I, I would. I would, we'll, 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 we'll I the will bills, hammer it. If small it money three. line sprinkle, and I like your Dawson Knox action, so I'll add that in as well for the same game parlay. All right, I got Bengals plus three and a half, Chiefs minus two, Packers minus five and a half, Buccaneers minus three, and I think Wait. my. What? Wait, how You're many picks is this? Oh, sorry. Okay, just take, the I'm picks. taking off the Packers. <laughs> I'm so Packers confused. Run. Okay, Packers? let me start over. Okay. Bet the board. Ooh. Bet right, the board. Bad okay, day. I have ten more prop bets. So many bets. Bengals plus. Your stocking. Plus three and a half. Chiefs Christmas minus two. Christmas is over. <laughs> Bucks minus three. But Valentine's Day is coming up. I Sorry, in your Easter basket. In your Easter basket. In your Monday. Valentine's Day gift. In your cards. <laughs> in your President's Day. John, what do you got? Cool. Wait, I think, Mutt, also, you have to change your Twitter bio to Respect for Texas. If you gotcha. Yeah, if a Texas team wins this weekend, I'll do <laughs> that. Uh, I'm on the Bengals plus three and a half. I am on the Packers. Is it five and a half now, Sean? Yes. By five and a half, and I'm on the Bills. Is that plus two and a half still? Plus two. Two. All right, I'm on plus two on that. If it moves, I'm still on it. And I am on the over That's 47. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Good one, butt. Yeah. <laughs> I am on the over Real 47. Real killer one there, but Cincinnati, Tennessee. Uh, San Francisco getting five and a half at Green Bay. And over 39 and a half receiving yards for one Dawson Knox. Nice. Oh, you're not the host anymore all I of a sudden? Just, I, what is do you that mean? is that you handing the baton back to me? Yep, there you go. First pregnant pause. Relay race. I get I get yeah, I, I get this is like the uh, Pokemon move baton pass. 
There you go. There we Good go. Job. Only me and Chime know that. Mutt probably left already, right? Yep. Oh, Mutt. <laughs> I called it. In the middle of that, I heard it click off. In, 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 it was in the uh, pregnant pause thing. I know, yeah. yeah. I know when that happens. So. Signature right, Mutt, butt right, move. Am I ending the show here? Yeah, or go are you for ending it. the show? I, I, well, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to have to end the show. Well, I normally don't, I normally is don't have hosting up. duties stripped from me five I didn't minutes strip in. Strip anything entire... from you. I just previewed the games. Well, all of a sudden you're like, oh well, we're going, we're going in order of time. I don't got time written down. I don't even know when these he's games doing are hand yet. That's why I got like... it. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, like oh, you like, go next. <laughs> he's doing a, he's like Chase Claypool after uh, Clay Chasepool. <laughs> Clay Chasepool after <laughs> no, uh, he gets a he gets a first down when the time's expiring and the Steelers are trying to make the playoffs. He's out there like waving like a right. uh, like he's directing traffic like the, on a uh, runway. The plane, yeah. Shimes, <laughs> Shimes, Shimes gets flags. He's got the orange, you! the orange the batons. Yeah. You should. You should get batons for this. We should actually should get batons. <laughs> All right. Uh, it may not sound like it, but we are a family. There are other we podcasts are. on this network, including Shine. Uh, the Bradfoe Show slash Live BP podcast. I don't really know exactly which one it's titled as now, but let's go with Live BP. It, it basically is batting practice because he's got these college kids on there now interviewing like Josh Beckett with him. Yeah. John Lester and Josh Beckett yeah. and Joe Kelly. So and good for you. Baseball isn't boring anymore. For those kids. Yep, yep. We, also got, Dan Shaughnessy, yeah. we also got Hashtag Dork. Uh, they just did Scream. a review of Scream, which I listened exactly. to by accident. Five cream, if you will. Yeah, when they say when <laughs> they get the, when they get to the part when they say there are spoilers here, make sure to not make sure continue to, just, to listen if yeah. you don't want spoilers. Well, I like was Lucy listening did. to be like, well, as soon as they talk about who is the what was plural, your, the singular, I don't want to say if it's singular or plural or whatever. Did you, was you your whatever. phone like? Was your phone like? It was on the kitchen counter, and, then you were and I the house? jumped at it and I paused it and I stood there like, did that just happen? <laughs> Uh, we That's also fine. have the uh, off-day podcast, Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal. Uh, Patriots season's over, so they'll give you some off-season preview stuff eventually. I don't know exactly what days they'll release podcasts. And Skate Pod just released a new episode today. There you go. Why the fuck is Nick Foligno back in the lineup in place of Oscar Steen? I'm You'll so find pissed out about that. La- Cassie's full of shit. Last week, he's like, ah, oh, there's no way we can take Steiner out of the lineup now. And then you you take Foligno, who sucks, and put him in the lineup in place of Steiner. Ah, whatever. I'm pissed off. Get us out of here. That sounds right. like a Scott McLaughlin problem. 10-1-1. We will come back. Not undefeated, because we all went against each other on half our bets. But hopefully we go like 7-3, and three, I think. Is that the... Yeah. Well, we all made three. Sure. Lucy we made like eight bets, so maybe that'll maybe that'll we can go like fifteen and two apparently. So like the Denver Broncos should have this year. I'm John. Shyma Lucy, say bye. 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 Hello. Hi, Mutt. Hey, what's up? What's up? Not much. How are you? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. I took Viagra before this podcast, so we'll see what happens. I'm sure you did. You need to make sure the blood flow is up. Yeah, exactly. get good ready blood to flow. Go, ready to go. Great circulation. Right to my brain. That's just happy happens. I can eat M and M's again. Just happy. What happened? Dental work? No, M and M's characters. They they want to be more inclusive. You didn't see this big story today. I didn't see this. Mars announced they're. I don't know what it means, but uh, they're going to make them more inclusive. They feel like the colors oh. are not. Well, I had been thinking. Good. It's very. I know. It's like I, I mean, as a member of the colorblind community, oh, I will, actually, I will have true. to. I will have to say that I, I feel. <laughs> I feel much more included. I couldn't tell the difference between the blue and the purple ones before, That's and now they really they added point. a little bit of a hint to it, and now uh, now I can see. Gotcha. I can see clearly now. Uh, updated tone of voice that is more inclusive, welcoming, unifying, while remaining. Uh, rooted in our signature jester wit and humor. What was mm. it? What's so the one where they the, the one, the one, the one where they tie all the other M Ms to the bomb was not inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. the anti bomb folk were not too happy. I guess the green one's not going to be a woman anymore. Why is this like a Green Ranger situation? Oh, it's a they situation. I don't know.
Oh, it's a they, them. It might be. Global uh, commitment oh. to creating a world where everyone feels they belong in society is inclusive. The green one well, and the brown you know. one were gay. They're great. fucking the bra- candy. <laughs> fucking candy! <laughs> The brown one was naked. It's delicious. It's chocolate. <laughs> no, it's good. They have no clothes. Just make them have no clothes, but then people are going to say, well, they're naked. So it's. Well, I'm, I'm personally in agreement with you for different reasons. I was not eating M&Ms for this exact reason, and now I can eat them <laughs> well, again. Well, that's a good point. If you're colorblind, that's a tough way to go. That was not the biggest M&M story today, though, because M&M Super Bowl video dropped. So. Even though we are, oh yeah, before, right? right? But that video, oh my god. Oh, god, that's why I took Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> the blood wasn't flowing no. from the M&M video enough. I took it and then watched the video. It is Natural. quite an experience. It's na- nature's Viagra. Yes. You know what oh, else? Nature's Viagra. Hitting on picks in the, the wild card round of the playoffs, like we did. Coming at you in three, two, one. <laughs>